Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast on Sportsnet. I'm your host, Wayne Lou, live from Las Vegas Summer League action, where the Toronto Raptors unfortunately fell to 0-3 in the competition. Uh, a lot more encouraging signs in Game 3. Games 1 and 2 were pretty bad basketball. Um, Execution-wise, was just poor. And we even had uh, head coach Pat Delaney here at Summer League call out their effort after Game 2. You heard about how, you know, there were... Apparently, they gave off four offensive rebounds on just free throws. So, uh, yeah, he was not happy with the effort. Well, he got a lot better effort here. The Raptors have had a chance to practice, had an off day as well. And um, the, the product was better in terms of the actual result, um, in terms of the flow of the game. Again, obviously, it's not necessarily about the wins and losses out here, um, especially in this setting. Even just talking to some of the coaches beforehand, like, you know, I was chatting with Eric Curry, who is the Raptors 905 head coach and also talking to Jama Mahalela, who is one of the assistants here. And hopefully we're going to get an interview with Jama out tomorrow as well. I'm really excited to, to speak with Jama. But I was asking them but, you know, before the game, like, what are you guys looking for? Like, how do you even evaluate this whole setting? Because especially for a guy like Jama, who's coached, I think, four of these now, head coached four of these, three with the Raptors and one with the Warriors. Like, you have a week essentially to get everyone on the same page. So most times people are on the same page. So they're looking for things and, and sorry about the PA announcer in the background. There's nothing. I mean, I can't find a quiet place really to do this broadcast. Uh, so you're going to have to sort of live with it for a little bit. I'm sorry, but yeah, Jama was telling me that like, look, you can't get everyone on the same page. So what you're trying to evaluate is what they're like behind the scenes, how they're approaching the work. And of course the encore portion is pretty important. Maybe the most important thing, but not exactly the most important thing in terms of just getting the results as a team. So just like I did in game one I, or after game two, I really wanted to talk about the performances individually of some of the relevant characters. So for me, number one, Grady, you know, for, for Grady, um, the first shot of the game, once again, the, 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 the after timeout plays are almost always called for Grady. This whole kind of system in here is set up for Grady. And first play of the game, um, it was clear that he was going to get matched up with Asar Thompson who is a excellent defender, who is very, very quick, very athletic, definitely more so than Grady. And you could tell in the first play of the game, Asar came out and Grady tried to shake him for a jumper and he got blocked. Like Asar just stuffed him at the top for, for on his first shot of the game. And, um, you know, going the other way, the, the Pistons got an and one driving through Grady as well. So it wasn't a great start for him. And I was a little worried because he didn't have a great game one and game two in terms of the results. But uh, he, he, he really got into the flow of it, especially midway through that first quarter. In the second quarter, he was really in a good groove there. Um, you know, he drove and finished against Asar. A bit of a lucky play where Asar, I think, tipped the ball and Grady was able to secure it and then get past him and go for the layup. But, you know, um, just some pretty good play all around from Grady in terms of coming off of screens, working off ball. You know, I think they did a much better job of finding him off of pin downs, especially in that second quarter there. And they kind of had to, right? Because he wasn't going to get a shot off one-on-one against most defenders, quite frankly, but definitely not against Asar, who is fifth pick and just, again, incredibly athletic. And so, you know, they had to run him around a lot of screens. And I thought Asar actually did a really good job navigating those and staying connected. But the Raptors did a really good job of executing and getting Grady open. And Grady did a good job of, of launching them. And I thought he was... I thought he did a great job with it. Like, um, you know, he, he mixed it up. You know, there, were, there were a couple of drives that he made, you know, up fake, lift the defender, get all the way to the basket, um, you know, drive and one when he got a different matchup. Let's say Buddy Vejan, for example, who's, you know, uh, another shooter that he can kind of go up against. Uh, he was able to drive against him and finish and one with a hard fall. 
Um, you know, caught the Pistons down on a couple of screens, including on Asar. Asar ended up getting him a uh, – it was, it was reviewed as a flagrant foul. I mean, my observation with the Summer League is just like every single time you foul a three-point shooter, it's, it's a flagrant. And I understand that you can't have your foot under the shooter, but like every single one is not a flagrant. However, in this case, they did count it as a flagrant foul. So Grady went to the free throw line. Hit all three, and uh, you know there, there was just some pretty good movement and, and things like that from Grady. When he got really, really uh, into the flow of things, he was starting to really, you know, feel himself. There was a play where he had a running, sweeping, hooking bank shot, and you know, I had. By the way, this is why you come to summer league. I, I had the great fortune of just sitting beside the front office like the whole game, and so you know we're sitting in the media row, which is second row of court sides. And literally me and Liban from the Toronto Star were, were just chopping it up. And then at the start of the game, Bobby and Masai literally come to sit right beside us. And at first, I'm just like, you know, I'm not trying to bother these guys too much. Like, what am I going to do? Spend all game trying to ask them about Fred and Pascal. But, you know, um, yeah, I mean, as the game went on, you know, obviously you just naturally talk to people. And that was fun, too. You know, Masai was complaining about calls. And because I think I was complaining about calls and then Masai started complaining about calls, too. It, it was just kind of like, OK. I can see the I can see the the personality come through here, the competitiveness come through, but yeah, I mean like even just watching Grady, like it, it, obviously a lot of this team will set up to sort of allow Grady to to, to shine. And you got some bigs to set some pretty good screens. You know, you got Moses Brown and, and McCormick. Those guys are all big body guys who can really get some separation for Grady off of screens. And I thought he did a great job of taking advantage of that until the fourth quarter, where I hate to say this for Grady, but like a lot of the mistakes were on him. You know, and the only saving grace I will give him. In that sense, because obviously, you know, you're responsible for your play regardless. But uh, one of the plays, he was reaching for a rebound late in the game. And I think he got clipped on the hip and he was holding it for the next couple of possessions. Now, he was able to play through it and he had to play through it. You know, obviously, it was in a close game. And so you need to have, you know, your leading scorer out there. But uh, he had multiple looks towards the end of the game and he just could knock those down. He got uh, a pin down for three. Uh, to sort of beat the buzzer there. I mean, it was tight, but at the same time, he got a really clean look and missed that. He had a wide-open corner three, missed that. And then the end of the game, very unfortunate sequence. So the Raptors were up one. Marquise Noel was able to draw a three-point foul at the top and then nail all three free throws to give the Raptors a one-point lead after they had given up the, the lead and fallen down two. Marquise makes all three free throws, goes up one. And the Raptors get the stop, and they get the ball to Grady, who's just bringing it up against uh, pressure. And Grady got picked in the backcourt and that immediately led to a layup. So instead of the Raptors holding the ball up one with a great chance to, I mean, honestly, had the great chance to just, just win the game period. Instead, he got picked and instead the, the, the Raptors went down one. Marquise came back down the floor, same spot on the floor, tried to go up for a three, missed the pull up three. I liked his approach, but it wasn't really his game. Uh, and then the Pistons intentionally got fouled. So they went they made two free throws and it was up three. And that gave the Raptors a really good opportunity to drop a final play. And, you know, I, I coach, I, I credit Coach Pat Delaney and, and the rest of his coaching staff for it because immediately cuddled together in the middle of the floor there, drew up a play in the 10 seconds or so, communicated to his assistants, and then immediately went to the huddle and, and went to execute the play. And the first option was obviously for Grady to curl around and get open for three at the top. That didn't happen, but they had a secondary option where they ran a pick and roll with uh, Moses Brown in the middle. And they were able to execute that second play. Moses rolling down the basket. And the Pistons, just by instinct, I suppose, they, they screwed up the coverage because they actually had two guys covering Moses on the on the roll to the basket, which is like, 
I mean, at most you can just score a quick two and, you know, you're still up one. But they, I guess, got the collapse, I guess, that they wanted to. All the guys went with Moses and Grady was calling for in the corner and Grady had relocated back to the corner. Moses made the extra pass out on the short roll and Grady had a wide open look and he just couldn't knock it down. It was just a little too flat. So it's an unfortunate game for Grady, but I think it's a learning experience. I really think it's a learning experience. I think he got exhausted over the course of the game. That's going to happen for a guy who has to move so much off the ball. He's going to have to continue to work on his you know, um, conditioning. That's going to be the biggest thing for him in his career. That and getting stronger as well because he gets bumped quite a bit. And uh, we saw him take that bump on the hip. We'll see if he plays game four. I'm hoping he does. Uh, but, like, you know, like, there are other instances he's going to get bumped quite a bit. So, unfortunate game for Grady. But he ended up finishing the game with, what, 22 points, seven rebounds, three assists, uh, and a steal as well. Like, I, I'm not pressed about this. I'm really not pressed about it. Uh, I think right now what you're seeing is a setting where he has to create a lot of his own shots. And I think that when he goes to play with the Raptors, when he gets into that rotation, the plays aren't like not every place can be called for him the way it is right now. And so he's going to have to work less hard to get some of his shots because other guys going to be able to, you know, create for a little bit for him on kickouts and stuff. So it is what it is. I, I wish he shot the three better, but he played really well, had a great chance to close out the game. And unfortunately he missed like four golden opportunities to, uh, to, 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 to secure the win. Uh, Marquise Noel, I mean, a really quiet game for him. Just wasn't really in his hands that much. I think the other games you saw more playmaking from him today. Still had six assists, but only four turnovers. I had four turnovers as well. Had a couple of bad reads in terms of getting downhill, where he had the opportunity to go in for the floater, but he went in to throw the lob and things like that. That wasn't dropping for him. And then the scoring, I think, is just a bit of a concern. Like, to him being 2 of 13 from the field is, you know, look, there are not, not going to be any easy shots with him. Um, you know, I've noted in previous episodes here that, you know, he has to shoot from deeper to get his three-point sh- uh, separation off to get, to get his shot off. Or he has to shoot at different bank shots and different angles to, to get into the basket. But, like, yeah, I mean, two for 13 is two for 13, right? He's got to improve on that front. It was a frustrating game for him. I could definitely see his frustrating frustration walk uh, throughout the entire game. Um, I mean, I like a couple of things. You know, he took a charge, uh, which was good. Uh, you know, he hustled through, get a screen, and picked up a moving screen foul. So he got another turnover. So, like, those things are good, you know. But ultimately, he needed to do more uh, for the Raptors to, to – especially offensively down the stretch there. Like uh, the Raptors were actually doing really well for offense for the first half and, and Grady was making shots and Marquise was kind of off to the side. But like, yeah, I mean, as the game went on, you needed more and more out of your point guard and, and unfortunately he couldn't deliver. So it wasn't one of his best games. I would probably say it's probably his worst game out of the three. And, and I'm hoping to see a big bounce back from him. But I think there are real physical limitations that he's going to play through. And that's why I asked him in our interview with, with Marquise yesterday, which you can listen to on the podcast feed of the Raptors show. Um, I, the reason that's the reason I asked him, like, you know, what is the transition going from college to pro? Cause there is more length and there is more quickness out there. And I think it will be in a, uh, an adaptation period and how well, obviously he adapts and how quickly he adapts. It's going to go in large part to determine how much, uh, you know, his chances of getting to the league and also his, his chances of getting minutes uh, are going to be, but again, he's a very determined guy. You could tell he's a very confident guy and, especially for a smaller player like that, you're going to need that confidence. Otherwise, you will kind of get lost in, in, in the shuffle here. So not, not, uh, not, not an ideal game for, 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 for Grady, not an ideal game for, for Marquise as well. I mean, in terms of some of the positives, uh, I, I thought Ron Harper had a much better game. Um, you know, he hasn't really been shooting the three that much, and I asked him post game about it. But, you know, he's looking for those opportunities to still contribute, still show some leadership. Still get downhill. I like this physicality. 
but seven rebounds was, was strong for him. Um, and and he, he really was able to get to the basket quite a few times, which I think was a good sign here. Him being a minus 21 is, is unfortunate, but I don't think that that's too much of a specific commentary based on like what he did wrong. I think it was just that he was on the floor for the start of the game where the Raptors fell down like 17 to 5, and then at the end of the game where the Raptors tricked it away. So, like, you know, I think for Ron, it was a bit of a just in, in the sense of just bad timing, but I think he made pretty good plays throughout. Um, I think he defended his position decently. And again, like, I, I like his physicality going downhill. Uh, to be honest, is that going to work at the next level? I guess we'll see because he's not like so overwhelming. He's not that strong or he, he's not that, that tall, but he is strong. Like, he's got bulk on him. I think he's slimmed down a little bit. Looks definitely slimmer than it was last season. And he's got, he's got those really, really long arms that I think allows him to get to the basket and at least get a decent shot up. But, yeah, unfortunately, you know, he hasn't been in too much of a feature role here. I still think he looks more comfortable with the ball in his hands, which obviously you're going to need in order to be a driver. But, uh, yeah, the three hasn't fallen for him at all in summer league, so he's had to drive. And I like that in the fourth quarter he got two backdoor cuts for, for dunks. That's good. Uh, and then, yeah, in terms of positives, I thought uh, Mohamed Ugi was – was, was quite good. 15 points, seven rebounds, three assists, a steal. Talking to Bobby about him, um, you know, coming into just why they brought him in. And, you know, he kind of described him as like a Chris Boucher type, you know, long, athletic, you know, rangy, kind of gets all over the place. And, uh, yeah, you can kind of see that kind of similarity. Now, of course, Chris was very accomplished. You know, he went to the G League, one G League MVP, one, you know, defensive player of the year, put up like 25, 12, and five. Like, he was honestly doing some Giannis numbers down there. So, you know, we've got a long way to go, but I, I, I like some of what I saw from Guy today. Um, less reliant on a three-point shot, was able to sort of use more of his hustle plays, took it to the basket a couple of times. Definitely long, definitely lanky. You know, I think fits a lot of what the Raptors have liked over the years. But I also like the fact that, look, listen, if you're going to be that long and whatever, like, can you be, can you play with a lot of energy so that you can make use of it? And I think that that's something that in this game, you definitely saw a lot more of that. Made a couple of the extra passes. And I like him defensively as well in terms of just like, the activity is strong. He gets all over the place. And, um, you know, we'll see uh, what the role is for him. You know, the Raptors do have a third uh, two-way slot. So, you know, it's potentially possible that the Raptors give it to another one of these guys on the current roster. It's also possible that, uh, you know, they go and with the rest of Summer League and hire and, and just sign somebody else. It's a pretty typical practice. Uh, I think a couple years ago, we saw the Raptors do that with Terrence Davis. So, you know, it is possible that they just add some money from outside the organization. But, uh, yeah, I I thought he, you know, did decently and made some good contributions. I mean, Moses Brown, I still think that, like, I want him to get out to the three-point line. I mean, like, you know, right early in the game, they ran a pick and pop with uh, one of the Piston centers that Moses was on. And he clearly was a shooter and... Moses just didn't even get out of the paint at all. And the guy got a wide open pick and pop three. And I was like, okay, maybe that's just like, you didn't know the scouting report, or maybe that's like, you let him have it. But like the next time down, when he went up for a pick and pop three again, he still didn't get out there. So that's what I was talking about in the last episode. He's got to get out of the paint more, show a little bit higher on defense. And I think he has that potential because he, it's not like he's like some lumbering big, like he's young, he's skinny, like he, he can get around. And I think the, the more that he's able to bring his length around the ball, I think the better. I mean, he had a great block down the stretch there. He had a steal as well. And I think that's, that's good. I think the other end too is just like he, he could do a better job of spacing. I think one, one, when the Raptors look at the tape from this game, what they'll find is that like Moses a couple of times was just camping out in the lane just too much looking for the ball. And they were just cutting off all driving lanes. 
And it's one thing, it's like, okay, you're doing that, but, like, you can get the ball into him, um, or you can connect with him on lobs and stuff like that. Like, that's that's one thing, and you could be you could be okay in that front. Uh, in fact, it could be pretty effective. And I thought the Raptors had a couple opportunities to lob it to Moses, but they just missed him. But at the same time, like, you even saw at one point, like, you know, crucial moment down the stretch when it was, like, a one-possession game. Pat Delaney was on the court pushing Ron Harper, who was standing in front of him, to go tell Moses to clear out, clear out. And you could hear him yelling, too. So, you know, I think those are things that will come up more and more. That's natural in terms of just guys not necessarily understanding each other. But, yeah, I mean, I think that's probably why his efficiency wasn't or his effectiveness wasn't greater was, A, didn't get the ball to him enough, but also when he had good position, but also sometimes he would stay in his position too long and it was cramping the paint. So, you know, there's things to improve on in that front. Um, yeah, a couple other notes. I mean, like, you didn't see, you know, David Johnson. You didn't see uh, Joe Wieskamp. So, I guess probably you'll see more of those guys in game four. I think the bench did a much better job today, but, you know, it's just, I mean, RJ Nemhart played well. He was a good G League player, uh, but he had some turnovers as well. So nothing too notable on that front, but, uh, yeah, you know, it, they didn't get the win. I think the last thing I want to say is just watching Asar Thompson in person, I thought this was like, you know, this is the perfect summer league game because his competitiveness was there from start to finish, literally blocked Grady Dick first play of the game. Wasn't afraid to take jump shots. You know, it doesn't matter that he missed some open corner threes. Those are things that you want him to work on over the course of the game. Those are good reads. Missed the pull-up jumper as well. But he's very athletic. He's very energetic. And he just is involved in a lot of places. Like, his stat line right now, 17 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, 2 blocks. Like, he was just everywhere. And 7 turnovers as well. So, lots of good, lots of bad. But I like his competitiveness. I like the way he worked. And, again, one of those guys, you have to see the athleticism in person, man. He is very, very quick, very athletic. And I don't know if he's going to be primarily an on-ball guy. I suppose you got to give him an on-ball reps when it's, when it's G League or, or, or when it's Summer League and also when he's not a shooter. But, you know, I also think that there are ways to use a guy like this, not have, give him the ball as much. But, uh, yeah, n- not bad, though. Not bad. And uh, for a guy that I haven't seen too much of in Summer League, the first impression was quite strong. So, um, yeah, the Raptors lose 94-90. It is what it is. Uh, and I'll be back after game four to recap that one. Again, we got more interviews coming as well. We have Dennis Schroeder coming on the program on an episode tomorrow. So look for that first thing tomorrow morning. We're going to try to connect with Jama Mahalela as well. So look out for that one as well. And, of course, I'm going to drop a sort of a solo podcast sort of describing some of the prospects that, I've, that have really caught my eye. First-year players, second-year players, undrafted players, all that kind of stuff. So look out for that in the podcast feed. There's going to be tons of content. But for now, thanks everyone for listening. Your three stars from tonight's performance. I want to give Grady the first star still. It's, it's not his fault um, that he – well, it is his fault that he, he made some mistakes on the end. But, like, I, I, he played really well um, over the course of the game. Uh, Mo Gi, he's going to get my second star, 15.7 rebounds, three assists. And then your third star, uh, I'll give it to Ron Harper. I, I liked his game, 12 points, seven rebounds tonight. Your Gerald Henderson Award winner is – Asar Thompson. So thanks everyone for listening. I hope you can hear this. I'm sorry about the background noise. And uh, yeah, check back in to the podcast feed with tons of content. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe to The Raptor Show.